What's up, everybody, and welcome back to this special episode of DeGeneres Talk Sports March Madness Edition. I'm your host, McKay Armbrust, with my co-host, Swagberry. What's up, baby? What's going on, McKay? Happy to be here at 3.30 a.m. my time. Finally, <laughs> you've rolled around to your laptop <laughs> to get this rolling, so... I'm ready for it today, man. <laughs> yes, I know it is late. This time zone difference is really fucking with us. I'm not going to lie. It's really tough. But we're here for the fucking people. All right. This is what we do it for. We do it for you guys. Okay. And the whole purpose of this episode, the special segment, is to break down the eight teams that Brad, Barry, and I see doing some work in March Madness. Maybe good, maybe bad. We're going to give you our hot takes on eight teams that you should be paying attention to. So without further ado, we're not going to waste your time. We're going to get down to the nitty gritty. Bradbury started off first team you got out of your eight. The first team that I have out of my eight is Gonzaga McKay. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> Obviously, dude. I mean, they won 25 games by 10 points or more. I mean, they're just a fucking dominant team regardless if you think that their conference is weak or whatever. 25 games consistently with 25 or 10-plus points to win a game. Come on. that That's just offense efficiency. No, yeah. Gonzaga's undefeated, man, and you don't see that very often. And I like it this year, dude. I like this team. My first initial thought is Gonzaga's going to have a really good tournament. So that's my first team to watch. In 2021 NCAA March Madness, I love it, dude. And well, McKay, who who is your first team that you picked? Oh, dude, the first team that I have to mention that everybody needs to be paying attention to is Alabama, bro. The Crimson Tide basketball team, bro, is extremely good offense efficiency wise defensively they're a great team they got some height they're doing well they're a dangerous number two seed bro honestly i see this team personally going far in my bracket and probably a lot of people's brackets rightfully so i think they're going to be a dominant team and i know nate oates their head coach man he's he's off to a hot start he's got this team in a really good position right now so i see them going pretty far all right, good stuff. I like it, dude. I can't argue. Bama's, you know, they can shoot lights out, score like no team I've ever seen in college basketball. <laughs> but I I get scared a little bit with them, man. You know, it's a long tournament. Are they going to be able to bring that heat all the time, you know? But I like that you're riding with them. They're a good team, and I could definitely see them going far. So, And I, I think here's one thing we need to note, right? We always talk about whether teams are on hot streaks. Bro, we don't see Bama in – we see Bama as – college football right we see them as a dominant college football university we don't really see them in the basketball march madness tournament man and so i think a lot of people are kind of underwriting how good this team you know actually is you know even though they may not have the the most stellar record and whatnot but i, I like i said i see this team going far i think it's going to be exciting to see Fair enough, fair enough. All right, I'm going to move to my number two team, and it's very unconventional to me. I don't usually take Gonzaga very far, and this other team I, I definitely don't give respect to any year, but this year is a different story, man. I'm, I'm rolling with Baylor as my second team to watch. Okay, 
Okay. Yeah. And the reason why is because they've had a new coach over there for a couple of years. They've had the same guys over there for a couple of years running the offense. They're mature. And I don't know, man. I think Baylor just is for real this year, dude. So I think they're going to make a deep run this year. That's fair. And I agree with you. I think they what? They they're they had a stellar record of only losing two games overall this season. Um, so it's not like they uh, their numbers and their statistics don't prove where they deserve to be in the conference. So I think I think that's a solid pick, honestly. Yeah, and just like one more thing about Baylor with their losses to Kansas and you know Oklahoma State, but yeah, I'll talk more about that later with my other teams. Um, who is your second team to watch for this? tournament McCaff. bro arguably i watched them play this past weekend illinois bro arguably the best team in the best conference bro this team is really fun to watch illinois not a huge name over the previous years in recent college basketball history man but this team they have the pieces they have a solid confident freshman who's really good at a point guard man he's scoring he's assisting they also got this ace Dusamu, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. I apologize. But this dude is a fucking star, man. He's really fucking good. They just have all the key players right now that are working in a really good offensive efficiency. So I see Illinois, they're ranked number two, man. They're, they're a really good team. I see them going pretty far this year. Agreed, dude. Illinois is for real this year. Not even that. That's a good take. You know, there's nothing else to add on that. Illinois is a good team. Hit All me right. with your third. Hit me with yeah. your third. Let's let's keep it rolling. Moving to the third. I I hit on it with my last pick with Baylor with the loss to Kansas, dude. Because Kansas is for real. They're my third team, dude. I think Kansas is going to also be going far. I'm not going to say numbers wise for any of these teams. I just think Kansas is going to make a good run in this tournament this year. They have. One of the best big men in the game, you know, and he's strong, physical, dude. Kansas can choke in the tournament, but I don't know. I'm feeling Kansas again this year, and you'll see more themes throughout my teams that I pick, but yeah, so far I'm rolling with two one seeds and a three, man, <laughs> but... How about you, yeah. dude? What are you thinking for your third team? Okay, this is a little unconventional. Not a, not a lot of people are going to agree with this, but North Carolina, bro. And here's bro. why. Stop. Here's, really, here's why. Here's why. Here's why. Hear me out. Here's why. Hear me out. You're you serious. Have, you have four players on North Carolina that are over six feet ten. They are the number one offensive rebound leading team in the country. Number one. Four players over six ten, and they have three confident guards who can one handle the ball and also shoot from the outside. Don't don't get me wrong. If North Carolina can maintain a fucking on-the-board status, I'm talking offensive rebounds, going hard on the boards, and shooters can hit from the outside, bro, watch out. North Carolina is going to upset some teams. I know they had a rocky start to the season. Believe me, I lost money onto them. Fuck me, right? But honestly, I really like where they're heading. I think they're much better. They fucking crushed Duke about a week and a half ago, bro. It was disgusting. They crushed Duke by 20-plus. So I'm riding in on North Carolina. I like it. I know it's unconventional, but that's my take. 
See, and you're always over here saying I'm taking hot takes. McKay, that is a hot take, my friend, because Baylor goes up against NC potentially in a second round matchup. And Tar Heel hot know, take. You know, like I said, Baylor in the past, if you know me, I say they're the ultimate chokes and everything. It's just that it's true. But for whatever reason this year I'm feeling Baylor, I don't think they're gonna get I don't think North Carolina is gonna get past Baylor in the second round. But we'll see what happens, man. I like that hot take for a third team. Let's move to the fourth ones, man. Hit it. I'm gonna go with another three seed and I'm gonna go with another team from Texas. And it's the University of Texas in Austin, baby. I'm taking the Longhorns this year. And I think they're going to go far. I think they're going to make a run. I think they're going to make some noise, bro. What are your What are your thoughts on that? Texas has been fun to watch, and I agree, dude. They're one of those teams where defensively, if they're scrappy and they're on the boards, bro, I think everything will fall into place for Texas. They got a really good team. They have a really good program. Their coach is phenomenal. Um, this is certainly not a position that they haven't been in before. Um, they may have all the right puzzle pieces this year. I don't know. It's going to be fun to watch. Yep, and I'm not going to talk about potential matchups and all that, but I crunched the numbers, and I really think Texas can make a run this year. Ooh, that's I like that. I that's a that's a degenerate bet right there. <laughs> Who are you taking for your fourth team, my guy? Okay, a little also unconventional, but the Boilermakers, baby. I'm going all in on Purdue. Honestly, you want to know why? They're fucking reliable, old reliable, okay? It's like the car that always starts, that always gets you where you need to be. This team has a sweet 16-level program that has been in the tournament, that has reached the Sweet 16 in the last three tournaments, bro. They also have two stars at 6'10 and 7'4, bro. These guys are on the board. They have huge, massive fucking height, bro. I think this team can go far. I know they lost some close games this year, and they honestly lost some games that they shouldn't have lost. They really shouldn't have um, to some teams that they were much better than. But, you know, there's a lot of factors. And honestly, I'm taking, like I said, old reliable, Purdue's reliable in in, uh, the tournament for me. So I'm going with it. Wow. I mean, we're on a podcast here. You saw my facial reactions. And, you know, you like the Boilermakers. You didn't even flinch when you saw my face. So respect to you, dude. Because I am not on that train this year. I'm just different wave than you, dude. I see the Boilermakers having a tough second round matchup. And I'm not going to say against you. We're not going to go too much into it. But I hear what you're saying about them being the, the past three years. But um, you remember when Michigan beat them by 17 earlier this year? Um, hey, hey. Each Illinois team, smacked them. Iowa beat them by 15. Team. Each team slowly develops into the team they need to be by the tournament. It's not about where you start. It's about where you finish. All right, baby. This team is reliable. They've gone to the Sweet 16 three times. I'm fucking taking it. I hear you. And, okay, last thing I'm going to say. You know what? I already forgot it. But, yeah, we'll see what the Boilermakers do, (laughs) dude. And we're going to move on to the fifth team. My fifth team, number two. Ohio State, my guy. Come on. I can't believe this is the ninth team we're mentioning, honestly. Like, yeah. If we look at their points per game, dude, 77 points per game, holding their opponents to 70 in the conference with Illinois, Michigan. Yep. Your, your Boilermakers, like, dude, OSU, if we're talking about that conference, they are for real, dog. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I watch no, out. No. 
I put them on Illinois' level almost as a one seed, dude. Like, I really, really genuinely like Ohio State this year. And just for everyone out there, my picks are not, like, in any particular order. You know, these are just teams that I like. I'm not sure about you, McKay, but, um, yeah, I just want to throw that out there. No, yeah, absolutely. I really like Ohio State. Absolutely. These are teams that simply we like and we we – are definitely have an eye on throughout the tournament. And I think other people should have an eye on because they may surprise some people, you know? So uh, definitely no bias there. Uh, but move it on, bro. I, I like the Ohio State pick. I think that's a good pick. I'm honestly Thank with you. you there. I see them going, uh, making a decent run, um, at least maybe to the Sweet 16, depending on how the rest of the bracket falls. The, my favorite thing about March Madness, bro, is like you really never know what's going to happen. Some of these True. teams that like have no, you know, you know, respectfully aren't necessarily big name college basketball schools can come out, make a name for themselves. And dude, it's fucking awesome. We've seen that in the past with Florida Gulf Coast. We've seen that in the past with other great teams. And it's just so fun to watch, dude. It's so great. Yeah, dude. And hold up just real quick on, you know, the Florida Gulf Coast topic. We love Cinderella teams, dude. But we you know they made their Cinderella run. <laughs> they made their run, and I told my counselor just because of that run. I was like, "Hey, like Florida <laughs> Coast looks nice. I'm trying to play ball in you know Florida." And my counselor's like, "Hey, dude, you know that was a community college a few years ago." <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, "Okay." He's like, "Yeah, look, look, look somewhere else." Point being, dude, Cinderella teams are freaking amazing to watch. Yep, yep. There's gonna be this year. Speaking, I, I speaking of Cinderella teams, I don't necessarily would think this team is a Cinderella team, but they are number eleven seed Michigan State. Okay, now here's here's why I like Michigan State. Okay, one dude, kind of like old reliable. I'm a firm believer in coaches and offenses that have produced over time, both statistically and consistently. And I think Michigan's offense is phenomenal. I think their coach, he's reached the second round of the tournament 17 times, bro. Their coach, that's his merit. 17 times he's reached the second round of the tournament. And seven of the last eight previous years. I think the Spartans have the capability to win it. Um, Yes, big statement. Spartans have a capability to win it if Everything falls in place. I know they're, they, I may, they may have a tough conference. And again, they, they, they could be streaky, but I really like them at least knocking out the first round team. So that's my take. Hey, man. Fair enough. Hot take for sure with a, you know, double digit seed with Michigan State. But right. I'm not even, I'm not even going to say much against it. You know, I see the approach and like kind of the style of teams you're taking. And with Michigan State, especially, I think that's like, a stakehold pick this year, you know, with just the history behind them, the coaching, you know, the chemistry sparking at the right time, a coach going into March Madness with a young team knowing what to do, you know? So yeah, I like Michigan state too. I don't know how far I think they're going to go though. But That's fair. But they're, they're a risky team. That's the problem. Yeah. You know, they're inconsistent. Okay, cool, bro. I like that. And I think that we're moving on to the fifth team now. Um, maybe it's the sixth, but here we go. Oh, it is the sixth. Excuse me. And my sixth team will be Houston Common Theme, another Texas team, dude. 
What, what do you think about Houston, okay? What do you, do you like them good, or do you Houston. not like them? You do? Yeah, yeah, Houston's good. I, I've wa- Every time I've watched Houston this year, they've had low turnovers, dude. Their offense is stellar. They got some big man. There's They got some good offensive rebounds, dude. Their offense flows, which I think a lot of college teams struggle to find, yes. that kind of flow within an offense. So I think if everything's flowing for that offense and defensively they don't give up fucking stupid shots, then that team can definitely make a run, no doubt. Okay, so y- yes. And here's what I see with your approach with Michigan State, Purdue, you know, those stakeholder teams. Houston is one of those stakeholder teams now, man. I don't know if you've been following college basketball the past three or four years. They're for real, bro. You know, like you said, that they are low turnovers, physical, fast, strong athletes, dude. Like, I think Houston, if they get all the pieces moving at the right time, is a very dangerous threat to everyone's bracket yep. if you try to knock them out early. I agree. I agree. I definitely see them making a deep run. Fuck, bro. Moving on. All right. I love this pick, and I hope you do too because I fucking watching this team play this year was so much fun. I got to give it to the Drake Bulldogs, bro. Oh, my. Stellar season at 25 and 4. They started out 18 and 0, had a couple late losses due, due to some injuries, bro. But honestly, I fucking I think I'm all in on Drake, bro. I love watching Drake. This has been so much fun to watch them from the standpoint of and again, I dude, I, before this year, it's not like I really pay, played like any attention to Drake basketball. But after this year, bro, I'm a total Drake basketball fan, dude. The Bulldogs are for real. I see them at least going past the first and potentially the second round, depending on how it plays out. I think they're a scrappy team. I know they're sitting at like that 11th seed. They're supposed to play Thursday, but honestly, I'm all in on them. I'm definitely betting on them. I love Drake. Let's go. Another hot take, my friend. Drake is not on my radar personally this year. And I'll tell you why, McKay. I'll tell you why. They lost to Loyola Chicago by double their score, I think, once. Or very close to double their score. Late in the season, too. And it was in a very important game. And I know Drake came back and beat him the next day. But that just showed me right there, like, Drake's not, in my opinion, a tournament team. Because they did, there was never. Yes, they had a good record, but when it mattered, it just felt like the spark wasn't there. So, you're taking lower seeds. I'm taking higher seeds, man. It's March fucking madness. Who it's knows what's Craziest sporting event every year. Yeah, I put the Olympics up this year, but I don't know. March madness is pretty fucking great, and just all in all. It, it's it's amazing. It's it, like we always say, it's Christmas, dude, all over again. <laughs> First I, I think I, it's, it's mainly just about. It's mainly about dethroning my, you know, my just holding my legacy of winning that, uh, uh, you know, thousand dollar bracket, okay. which we will have more information on at the end of the show. Everybody who's fucking fiending for that information, I know we got a lot of people looking for that. So yeah, and uh, here McKay goes with his title talk as he's taking elevens and sevens over here on the podcast. Like you're just a bold man, bro. Like I just we're we're built different. That's all I have to say. <laughs> and if you guys if you guys want to tweet at us, man, DTS approved on Twitter. Like 
clearly McKay and I are feeling different things so far <laughs> this month madness season. But anyways, madness. Hey, hey, right? hey, now, hey, I love hey, you, dude. I respect your picks too. You know, of course, so. of course. And I same with you, bro. And like honestly, a lot of them are gonna overlap. But like sometimes, dude, I'm more bullish on teams than others. You know, and another speaking of bullish teams, bro, I'm bullish on number 12, Georgetown, baby. They there played you go. this Saturday, the CU Buffs, ranked number five. One, I'm not biased. I'm from Colorado. Okay, fuck the Buffs. Just kidding. Honestly, wow. it doesn't fucking matter to me. Honestly, I personally just saw the Buffs got smacked by Oregon State this past week, and I watched that full game, man. They just fucking fell apart in the end. And honestly, if Georgetown's playing really good basketball, their offense is playing well, they're getting offensive rebounds, keeping the turnovers extremely low, and they're not giving out just wide-open jump shots, I think Georgetown will upset number five Colorado CU Buffs. You know, I agree. And also from Colorado, you know, so there's the unbiased thing. But, McKay, it's a dangerous game because I thought immediately, dude, Georgetown slaughtered Creighton in that conference championship. Like, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. when I saw that, I knew I was taking Georgetown, whoever they were playing. And who was it up against? The Buffs, dude. It wasn't even a question in my mind. I was like, I'm taking Georgetown. But I've been hearing things, you know, from Colorado people, obviously, that experts say – CU's one of those main teams that could win this tournament this year. And, like, I don't know, man. Just be really? Careful those, yeah, be careful with those experts, bro, because I'm with you in the same boat. That's the first, like, low seed where I'm like, yes, McKay, I agree with Georgetown, dude. That is a solid pick. I could potentially see them making a run in this tournament. So, sorry to all my Colorado homies and Buff fans, but I really just – I don't think we have it. Or you guys, I don't know, we, whatever you want to call it. The Bulldogs are – I'm black and white. And I'm taking the boys. That's that's what I'm gonna leave it at. No, I think that's a good take, bro. Honestly, like I said, unfortunately, I saw the Buffs got smacked this week, this past weekend, and I just don't see them. Uh, you know, when it comes pressure time, I don't see them performing extremely well. So, but shout out, shout out Dallas Walton, though, man. It's unbelievable and awesome to see you on the court, dude. Like. Just for real. If you ever hear this, like I, you are a talent, and I loved watching you. <laughs> nice, dude. Nice. Yeah, shout out to him. I like that. All uh, right. I'm going to move to my seventh team now, though, McKay. And again, dude, I'm going to take a high seed because I think these high seeds I'm taking are for real teams. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go with Iowa this time, bro. Okay. Dude, I, I think that's a great pick. Okay, they thank you. Great pick. But let me let me elaborate. Thank move you. On. Move on. Move <laughs> on. Go ahead. <laughs> the Hawkeyes score points, yep. and their opponents do not. And dude, that was with the one team this season. Every day when I'm checking the scores, it was like the Hawkeyes put up a lot of points, kept their opponents to a little points. Like they just, to me, feel like one of those engine caliber deep run type teams that are just going to wear you down. You know, no matter what your mentality is going to March Madness, I feel like the Hawkeyes are going to be on a completely different, like step up, dude. Like I'm really in on the Hawkeyes this year too. No, I I think that's a great pick. And I think it's one to mention Luca Garza, right? The offensive runs around that big man, 
right? And when that yeah. big man puts up 20 plus a game, Iowa's usually beating teams. And so I think it's important to note that if the defense plays well, the offense is running through Luca, his jersey's getting retired. Congrats to the big man. Like that's huge from a college level. Uh um but honestly, I see Iowa making an impact on this uh, this tournament more than people assume they would. So, yeah, and that's that's great stuff to note there, dude. Um, Luca's been there for a while too. He's a yep. rock for the Hawkeyes, so this yep. could just be a fake kind of thing too. So, absolutely. All right, man. Who is your seventh team? Dude, I think this is my final pick. Actually, I think somehow oh, you're right. you, you fucking are. skipped you, dude. Yeah, you got ahead of me somehow. I, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> but fuck it. Moving on. My final pick. My final team to watch in this tournament. And again, we'll go more in depth as the weeks go on, and as you know, the brackets start to adjust a little more. We'll see. We'll see some upsets and whatnot. But for this week, a team I am watching. My final eighth team I'm watching. Oregon State, the Beavs, bro. You heard me. They just won the fucking Pac-12 tournament title. They fucking stomped on the buffs this past weekend. One, also, underdog team, bro. Don't forget about the fucking underdogs, okay? People forget about the fucking underdogs. And you know what? It's important to go all in on underdogs, especially when it comes to March Madness. Oregon State... They just fucking won the tournament. They're feeling really fucking good about themselves. They're going to come in. They're going to play really well. In January, they had a winning streak over U of A, USC, and Oregon, bro. Like, they're playing good teams. They're beating good teams, and they just won the tournament. I like Oregon State to at least make it to the second round. I like. Uh, I'm not going to go on air and say I completely agree with it, but I could see it happening for sure. You know, like I, I think that that's a 12 team to watch. And out of that conference, McKay, that's probably my favorite team that I would have picked yeah. over Oregon, over USC. And over they were Florida. unranked, bro. They were unranked yeah. at the start of the season. Like that's an underdog team. Like fuck everyone. They are coming in here. <laughs> I hope they fucking knock the first team out. But see, the only thing I disagree with you on is you said that they're playing good teams. Uh, Pac-12 is not good compared to Big East, SEC, you know, in my opinion. And I think that'll show very much so in the first couple Hey, rounds. hey, they're playing good teams in their conference. I can't control conference. who they play. Yeah, I, I know. I get like I said, bro, I, the Beavs good pick out of everyone in that conference. I agree with you. I think that's the best team out of that conference or Oregon. But Oregon has a very tough first round draw too. We won't get too much into that though. Yeah, we're Anyways, bro. I'm gonna go with my last team to cap us off with this one with Oak E State, bro. I'm going with that's Oak a good State, pick. You know, and the reason why is because they are gritty, dude. They played good teams all season. And I see them not going as far as the other seven teams that I mentioned, but I think they could make a run. I think it's possible. You know, it's March Madness. Anything could happen. And, yeah, Oki State, solid all-around team. Mental mistakes were low. And this is just the type of tournament team, dude. I think they're going to at least get past the weekend and potentially even more. Yeah, I agree with you. I think I've underestimated Oklahoma State. I will go on air and say that um, I have bet against them multiple times this year and have lost against them multiple times this year. 
Um, so I've definitely learned that Oklahoma State is a is a good basketball team. Um, they definitely can make a name for themselves. Um, I think their lead scorer is averaging, what, like 23 points a game. Then you got their second leading scorer, Cunningham, averaging 20 points a game. Like, their team is just solid all around, and they have scorers, bro. Like, so many teams do not have scorers. Like, there's there's good offensive role players, but there's a difference between an offensive role player and a scorer. You know, and so I think Oklahoma State has a good variety of both. They're a confident team. They're a young team. So I'd imagine them to make an impact, at least moving to the second round, if not farther. So I, th- I think that's a sound a sound uh, final pick there. Yeah, man, and that takes us around the horn. That's 16 teams right there, under 30, like we were saying. Look at us, man. Under 30. This this is efficiency at its finest, motherfucker. 4 a.m., 4 (laughs) a.m., and we're here. We're here right now. Here we are. Here we are doing it for the people. It's what the people needed. Um, But like Bradbury said, uh, thanks to everyone tuning in. This is going to wrap up our special segment regarding uh, March Madness. Um, thanks again. You can find me, your host, um, on social at McKay underscore armrest on Instagram and at Twitter. And you can follow the podcast. Most importantly, reach out to us, DM us, follow us. And also Bradbury's going to have a special announcement after this, but follow us at DTS underscore proved. But Bradbury, tell, tell everyone about this tournament challenge. This is a big deal, bro. I'm excited about this. Yeah. So this is my March Madness Bracket Challenge. I think we hinted at this in episode two, did we not? Or maybe a little bit, but okay. Well, anyways, we'll recap it. Um, I'm gonna give a thousand bucks to whoever can give me the best bracket, man. And you're all invited. And second through fifth, I'm gonna give authenticated jerseys as well of your choice, whatever you want. And yeah, that's all I'll say for right now, McKay. And if they want more info. You can DM me and you can DM me on Instagram at AlexBradbury33, on Twitter at AlexBradbury33, or you could reach out to McKay, whatever works. But yeah, that's all I'll say for now. A little tease, 1K to first and some jerseys as well. And yeah, that's pretty much all I got, McKay. Absolutely. And I have to give a shout out to our sponsor, obviously, at Degenerate Bets, uh, Premium Discord. Love those guys. Uh, if you're looking for, uh, to find a community of degenerates, guys who just love to fucking gamble and drink, then Degenerate Bets is for you. <laughs> so with that being said, that's going to wrap up our show. Thanks for everyone for tuning in. Our March Madness Bracket Tournament Challenge will close Wednesday night. Please reach out to us beforehand. It is a $10 buy-in for what, Bradbury? 10 brackets? Is that is that still correct? Yep, $10, and you get 10 brackets. $10, 10 brackets, grand prize of $1,000, people. It's a no-fucking-brainer. You have plenty of brackets to mix and fucking match. (laughs) Don't be dumb. Join our league. It's going to be fun. It's going to get exciting. And with that, we are off the air. It's time for us to go to fucking bed. Jesus. Deuces, everyone. Deuces.